0: Hello, everyone, and welcome into Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earle. This is episode 33, and we're entitling this Blackness. No, it's not a racial thing. It's just an emphasis on where I see the nation right now, where I see the global situation right now, and where I perceive our opportunities as liberty-loving people and entrepreneurs to survive in the days going forward, and perhaps even some of us can thrive in the days going forward. So let's get started. First of all, we've had a swarm of executive orders and legislation coming out of the U.S. Congress. That are absolutely anti liberty, that are designed, uh, orchestrated to limit our individual liberty as sovereign people uh, in the nation uh, known as the United States of America. Let's begin with that massive $1.9 trillion. Quote COVID relief bill we talked about last week, of which only 9% was directly attributable to pandemic uh, remedies. There are many other noxious things in there that limit your liberty, your ability to move freely, to make decisions for your family and yourselves uh, going forward. But then there was House Resolution 1, which also totally is intended to restructure the uh, way we conduct our elections. In other words, opening up the total ballot harvesting fiasco we witnessed in 2020 and allowing uh, anybody to vote by mail and to uh, have very or no uh, verification of, or identification of who the voter actually is. And I'll flash back again to the $1.9 trillion bill, had a clause in there which says if you take federal, quote, COVID relief money from this bill as a state, then the state cannot lower taxes. In other words, what they're saying, which seems reasonable, but on the other hand is restrictive, is that if you take federal dollars, you can't make them fungible by lowering taxes uh, within your state. Basically, it undermines the Tenth Amendment and the state's abilities uh, to regulate their own affairs. Let's just say that ever since, uh, well, actually going earlier, but I think the most uh, stark illustration of federal encroachment on state uh, power and state wherewithal was the enforced speed limit bill. If you remember, they told states if you didn't reduce your speed limit to 55 back in the day, then you would lose your uh, ability to secure federal funds for highway construction. Now, that's just one stark example of the way federal overreach, unconstitutional federal overreach, uh, is enforcing their will upon the states. And the greedy states, uh, the the politicians at the state level, who are really no better, no smarter, no wiser than the federal ones, said, oh, we need all this federal money. Let's get the federal money and lower our speed limit to 55 so we can comply. You see the same thing in welfare and support payments for unemployed people, out-of-work people, the chronically unemployed see the same thing in all kinds of Medicare, Medicaid, things of that nature, where the federal government says, here we have dollars, forgetting that originally the real dollars came from the taxpayers within those states. Secondly, many of those dollars are not real. They've been digitally created by the Federal Reserve and and just basically shuffled around from uh, category to category so that the states can say they have spending power when, in fact, there's no money there to begin with. But the federal government is exerting exerting its power and the states eagerly and greedily are complying and going along with it. And that that filters right down into your local communities, your townships, your cities or whatever are getting support from the states for their fire and safety and security protection for their roads and their streets and their highways. And the states are using the same power of withholding funds or granting funds based on your compliance with their rules, which in turn comply with the federal rules. So executive orders and legislation are tightening the clamps around your individual liberty on a moment-by-moment, day-by-day basis. Plus, they're talking about the fact in the current administration they'll have to raise taxes. Of course, President Biden has said well only on those families that earn 400,000 or more a year but we know that's a joke you've already seen tax increases by escalating gasoline prices that despite the wet dream they have of all of us being in uh, Uh, electric cars in the in the near future we still are relying on fossil fuels and gasoline and diesel particularly those prices are shooting up rapidly because of the nature of some of their policies and things they're implementing right now so that in essence is a tax increase on you whether you, you understand it or not food prices are increasing too because as we found out during this pandemic mess and the restructuring of the production end of it and the logistical end of it, that we had shortages of food and empty shelves in some grocery stores during the early stages of the pandemic, which has now resulted in a total reforming and reorienting of our food supply system. So the cost of food is going up, You may not notice it in a micro level, but at the macro level, when you go to check out with the same basket you had, you know, six months ago, it is now appreciably higher. Add to the other areas where we're losing our liberty is some of the states are continuing to have insane COVID pandemic restrictions. Even here in Ohio, which I would say is sort of in the middle of the spectrum, you can say South Dakota and to a lesser degree Florida and even to a lesser degree Texas are more open and more free than we are in Ohio. But we still have a clown show in Columbus that continues to put on these restrictions and setting an arbitrary number before they come off or they relax and give us back the liberty that is already inherently ours. Add to that the final stage of the volatile markets we have going on. First of all, you probably understand as I do that the Dow Jones Industrial Average is about as meaningless as lips on a chicken. All it is is a snapshot picture of what traders believe the stock of an individual company is worth given the current conditions and markets as they see them going forward. In some cases, market prices reflect past performance, but generally, they're a predictor of what they expect to happen in the future. So your markets are up and down all around, Um, just crazy. Uh, I I would watch it very closely if you're heavily invested in a market and look for opportunities to maybe slide out of there. Because what goes up must come down, and it already has started at some level coming down. So let's come down to my bottom line. My bottom line for you who love liberty, who believe in liberty, who believe that you as an individual have inherent rights, rights that are yours, given to you by the Creator, that the state... Uh, Is coming out to do whatever it can to restrict and limit those rights, and in fact, in many cases, eliminate some of those rights that are inherently yours, means that you basically have to go off the grid. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you've got to buy 10 acres in the mountains of Idaho because, let's face it, Idaho is, in many cases, just as restrictive and stupid as other states. But what it does mean is your mindset, your mindset, your purpose, your direction, your passion has to be targeted to eliminating your reliance on outside forces such as government or such as big business or even small business, to create a sense for you and your family and the people you care about and are working with to be as less reliant as possible on outsiders, whoever they may be. So the -the off-the-grid mentality has to be your focus and your direction going forward. Now, let me say that even though things are grim and bad here in the United States, I suspect we're just the canary in the coal mine looking globally. And when an economy gets fragile like ours is here in the U.S. of A., even though we have an underlying value and resources up the wazoo, We have the most productive farmland in the world, although much of it has been poisoned by synthetics and things of that nature. Uh, We still have a variety of capability here within these states, the United States of America, to self-sustain ourselves, even when the rest of the world goes to crap. But our policies and direction and political focus right now is not geared that way. And so you as an individual have to gear yourself to be less reliant on others outside uh, of the total generalized uh, usual marketplace. So I would say lock up on cash, even though that may be scary. The cash situation Uh, I look for a day to come where they redeem cash for a lower amount just because they can't pay the the national debt. You might think, well, I'll go into cryptocurrency. I wouldn't say that is a safe bet right now. Uh, Personally, I, it's your call on this, but personally, I don't trust it. I believe the hand of big government and the capability of big government is either creating or manipulating or monitoring the cryptocurrency market right now. And they have a greater capability for thwarting it, distorting it, and accessing it than you as an individual would have, no matter how valuable, how precise, and how protected your passwords may be. Bottom line is, I see going forward, just as it has always been throughout the history of humankind, is that your liberty as a sovereign individual, your freedom as a person, as someone who cares about doing what is best for you and those you love, has to emerge and has to be captured and has to be kept in your heart and soul. As I've said many times in my political ramblings in the past, government has no heart, no mind, and no soul. And that's one aspect of yourself, of you as a person, as you as an individual with an identity have to capture, enhance, and nourish is your own heart and your own soul and your own essence of freedom in there. And then everything else is just wallpaper the walls, the structure is what is inside of you. And so I encourage you to do as much as you can in that regard. I hate to sound so pessimistic, but I think in a sense I'm being realistic. So as always, I encourage you to live free and be free. This is Living Liberty Today, and I'm Charlie Earl.